Good morning on a Monday morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. Hope all is going well. Hope you're doing well. Hope life is good for you. Um, I got one of my favorites in the house, if not my favorite, besides for baseball sidekick. I got Mikey in the house. We're going to talk about the wild, wild west. Good morning on a Monday, Mikey. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Living the dream, huh? Living the dream. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's talk about the West. What, uh, you know, what were your thoughts at the beginning of the season, and what are your thoughts currently about the National League West? Uh, well, I thought from the get-go when we were talking about, you know, the season before it started with the group that we had, um, you know, I thought the Dodgers were going to be solid. I, you know, I picked them to win the West. Um, I thought the Padres, you know, were going to fight us tooth and nail from the get-go, which hasn't happened thus far. Um, it's actually been the Giants. Um, you know, the Diamondbacks started off like a house of fire. Uh, and have kind of fallen back, and, um, and the Giants have kind of steadied the ship, and, uh, you know, they're three games behind us um, right now, and um, it. I thought we would be about where we are. I just thought the order would be a little bit different from second on down. Okay. Yeah, I... I agree with you. I was a little surprised that the at the beginning of the season, if you would have told me who's in the National League Championship Series, and Mikey, you know I believe blue just like you. But on paper, on paper, I would have said probably the Padres and the Mets. And the Mets have yeah. single-handedly dismantled. The Padres, are they can't put enough streaks and wins together, right? And so um, I, it would, would – at the beginning of the season, would have you said that was a safe bet if I would have told you that for the National League Championship Series? The Padres versus the Mets? Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't have said it out loud. But um, it wouldn't have surprised me. You know, I'm still always going to, you know, say the Dodgers until they've been proven – to be knocked out on a consistent basis from the top spot of the West. So, um, but it wouldn't have surprised me if, if it would have been at the beginning of the year, the Mets and Padres on paper. Yeah. Agreed. But we all know you don't play the games on paper. Exactly. And as we learned on Saturday's game at Petco, you also don't only play seven innings, you play nine. Yes, because <laughs> if and you that, played a that's seven, been both both games in that series in the Dodgers Padres series, the eighth innings have been total meltdowns by each club. You yeah. know, um, so yeah, agreed, agreed. Now, how have you thought that the injuries have affected the Dodgers this season? I'm gonna say greatly. I mean, for for us, at the the time, you know, we're talking about this. We're seventeen games over five hundred, um, and to not have 
you know, Kershaw for a little while now it's been. Um, Dustin May having a form of Tommy John again. Um, Walker Bueller out for the year, which we knew, you know, was mostly going to happen. Gavin Lux getting hurt. Our bullpen being basically dismantled because of injuries. I mean, the fact of the matter that the Dodgers have had just a lion's share of injuries, like a lot of teams. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of teams have had injuries, but, you know, I'm speaking for my team, and it, and those are pretty big injuries. Those are pretty big uh, losses. So for the Dodgers to be 17 games over 500, I find it pretty amazing, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, I agreed. I I agree. It, if you and I haven't done the research on this yet, but I wonder if the Dodgers have the most, if not the most, player missed games this season to injuries. I mean, they, they've got to be close. close. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah. Um. So for the Dodgers now, um, what do you think your biggest, uh, biggest surprises were for the season? Maybe individual accomplishments and biggest disappointments who you know not that we want to focus on the negative but who has been your biggest disappointments do you think i'll start with the if it's okay the disappointments first yeah go ahead um it, it it's it's really two two guys and it's julio and tony i mean they have been a shell of who they were last year you know um and again, for us to be 17 games over 500 and those two to be, I mean, let's be honest, they're below average. When you look at their ERAs and, and all that stuff, it's been a below average year for both of them. Um, and th those are my two main ones. Um, That that's about it. Those two that off the top of my head, without giving much more thought to it, uh, I'm gonna. Those two guys have really uh, they've struggled, and it and it makes it a lot harder on our club. So, yeah, yeah. It's... Our biggest now, our biggest surprises, I would say, are the youngsters that have come up in the pitching staff. Um, so for, for our, our main guys to be struggling at pitching for like Bobby Miller to come up and Emmett Sheehan and, you know, Grove who hasn't pitched great, but he's eight innings, you know, Gavin Stone came up for a little cup of coffee, uh, for those guys to step into a pressure cooker like this, you know, uh, it's been, it's been fun to see. So I agree. And, and even, you know, I'm James Altman is still playing well. Yes. Um, I, he, I, he fought, he fought through it a little bit. He started off hot. Yeah. You know, um, Pat, you know, had a month and a half stretch in there where he was fighting it and uh, never defensively. He's never brought his amazing defense back into the dugout and up to bat with him. Um, which is awesome because it it can affect you, your whole game, you know. Um, 
but he he's found it again lately. I I, I love to see his uh, he's cut down on his stroke and he still has plenty of power. Like when he goes to left center field off of lefties, I mean that's yeah. a beautiful thing. So, um, he's been he's been fun to watch. I love that kid. He he gives you a hundred and ten percent. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And Miguel Vargas, a little bit of a disappointment. Um, I, I thought he would have uh, been more of like uh, been able to scratch out a, at least a 250 kind of batting average or something. But, you know, I know he's been down in OKC and he's been tearing it up lately. So um, hopefully he'll get his confidence back. And um, when maybe our rosters expand, you know, you get to bring up, I think, what, three guys at the end in September yeah. after a certain amount. Hopefully he'll get to come back up and, and he'll, you know, be able to help us off the bench. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. Um, I I would add, you know, from a disappointment standpoint, I would add that Austin Barnes has been a disappointment um, at the plate in particular. Um, when, you know, when you're playing a backup catcher, you're only going to play once a week, maybe twice a week, but you got to put the ball in play. Austin is not doing that. I would add for a um, for a surprise or biggest surprise, besides for the ones that you mentioned, which are phenomenal. I would add that I'm I'm surprised at the big two. I'm surprised that Mookie has almost 30 home runs this season. Um this early on, nor you know, normally he's not a forty home run guy, but he could hit forty home runs this season. I'm also surprised that Freddie Freeman is leading the team in stolen bases. Um, I was at the game on Saturday at Petco, and Freddie was just like he when he gets on the base pass, he's not the fastest guy, but he's the smartest guy in the base pass. So, I mean, just, I would say on half of Freddie's stolen bases, there haven't even been throws. Yeah. You yeah. know, he, he picks them out so well and gets such good jumps that there's no sense in even throwing the ball. And, so, and, and that you're right. I mean, that what does he have, 14 or 15, I believe? Yeah, something like that, yeah. I mean, he could easily be a 2020 guy this year, you know? I mean. Yeah, yeah no, he's. And not he's not a spring chicken. No, and, and what was funny was I was at the, like I said, I was at the game on Saturday. We were sitting on the first base side. And literally, um, the starting pitcher lifted up his left leg. He was left-handed, lifted up his left leg, and Freddie had timed it, knowing that when he lifts up his leg and then he turns his head to home, he's going home. And so literally, he lifted up his leg and turned his head, and Freddie took off. Gary, Gary Sanchez literally had no chance. Freddie started his slide by the time the ball was crossing the plate. Gary Sanchez had no chance at getting right getting him so that that's another one of my biggest surprises so yeah i mean i love it but it's that's you're talking about two future hall of famers you're talking about potentially two first ballot hall of famers depending on how the rest of their careers play out but i mean freddie's got an outside shot to hit 360 this year uh this season you know with over 200 hits i mean yeah. he's just he's just making it look easy out there it, it's it's a it's a number that uh you want to, uh, you know, last year, he, his first year with the Dodgers was uh, just a great year for him. It, 199 hits. He landed on 199 hits. Yeah. And it, it just, 
it's like saying Roberto Clemente, sadly, he passed away. We know exactly with 3,000 hits. Just imagine if one of those hits he had before he passed was overturned by something or somehow, and he passed away with, you know, 2,999 hits. It's when you say 199 or 200, I mean, the 200 just sounds so much more. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it, it's like that one scene eyeball, that one, like that one blooper that just found a hole. One hit. That's it. That's all you're looking for. Yeah. Oh, man. Just, just, just beat out an infield hit that you were out by a half a step, maybe, or whatever, you know? Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, if he keeps up the way he's hitting now, he's. He's got an outside. It's a very, it's a very far outside, but you know, with the with the designated hitter now in both leagues, and he keeps himself in good shape. I mean, he could get close to three thousand, really. Yeah. No. Agreed. Agreed. So if he uh, keeps this kind of pace, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If he keeps this kind of pace. Exactly. All right. Um, final question. Uh, and don't just tell me the team. Give me the reason for it. Final question. Who wins the National League West? The Dodgers, because they they have uh they have laid the groundwork for it. Um Andrew Friedman again at the trade deadline. Um you know, so far, all the guys, the the four guys that we got in trades have all already helped us win games. Lance Lynn is 1-0. and um, Ahmad Rosario, Ahmed Rosario's already had a couple home runs. He's fast. He's played some great D. He's got hits. Uh TK Hernandez, I'm sure the Red Sox are like, what the heck? It's like almost, I'm not going to say it's, I shouldn't say almost like Pablo Sandoval going from the Giants to the Red Sox because that was an utter disaster. But Kike really hasn't, he didn't really blow the fans away there, let's be honest. Um, and he's come back to the Dodgers in, in a short amount of time and, you know, he's hitting well over 300 for the Dodgers. And then Joe Kelly just brings that that brashness of, uh, get, you know, that's my plate. If you get on it, I'm going to knock you down, you know. Exactly. Um, so every, every guy that Friedman got at the, at the deadline has really uh, already stepped up. And, exactly. and that's why I'm saying it. We have a three-game lead. Um. And I see us getting stronger. Clayton's coming back um, next week. Um, you might see Walker come up. Not, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna throw him into the pennant race ju just to lo lock down a game or anything. But he's gonna get some time in there. You know, he'll get a few innings in September. Um, you know, I we're starting to get healthy at the right time. Yeah. No, agreed. Agreed. I totally agree with you. We're getting healthy at the right time. 
And it's just, as you have always said, you don't go on winning streaks. You just win series. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you can win, if you can win, you know, if you can go four and two every week for a month straight, you're 16 and eight. You do that the second month, you're 32 and 16, you're in first place. Yeah. So, and and a good example is like the Padres who are fighting for their playoff lives really right now. Um, The Dodgers are in the midst of a four game series with them. You know, today being Monday, we have the weird wraparound series with them today. Yeah. Um, If we can find a way to just split even if we just split the series with them, we're the winners because that's four games. That's four games off the schedule that the Padres don't get back and they didn't gain any ground or maybe they lose ground even, you know? So even a split in a four game series with the Padres would be huge for the Dodgers. So yeah, a, a split in in that series is a win. I yeah. mean, at, at the end of the day, a split is a win. Period. And, and if we take three out of four somehow, uh, you really put a hurt not on them. They could pretty much kiss the West goodbye. They they would just have to jump the four or five teams that they're behind in the uh, in the wild card. And and you know how hard it is to jump teams because. You know, some might struggle, but others are going to play well. So it's just it, they have a tough hill to climb. And I, I wish we could talk. I could talk about the talks that we had in the off season about what we hoped would happen to the Padres, and it kind of has. But you're a better person than I am. So when it comes to baseball <laughs> stuff. I, I don't know about I'm happy that. that the Padres are sucking. So I don't know about that, but I mean, yeah, it's, it, and it's if, and there you go. Like, <laughs> uh, Mikey, I, I hate DFS giants or SF giants. <laughs> awesome. Well, Mikey, thank you for joining me on a Monday. You've been phenomenal. Um, as usual, we got a lot of baseball to cover. We got a lot of talks to, to have in the very near future so enjoy um enjoy the rest of your monday um enjoy the enjoy the morning show uh this morning which starts in about an hour so make sure that you enjoy that and for those of you top fans that that aren't following mikey bleeds blue if you're a dodger fan you need to be following mikey bleeds blue um if you're if you're familiar with the in the leagues those are monday through fridays at 8 a.m for a half hour um, this week we got a phenomenal lineup, phenomenal guest um, list. So awesome I look forward content. to having you. Yeah, yeah. So Mikey, again, thank you for the support of Top Fan Rivalry, and thank you for everything you do. And we will talk to you very, very soon. All right, Bill. Thanks for having me. Always.